Every business has 10 problems at any given time that need to be solved. And the way we solve our problems is by asking questions and getting answers that help us to get to the next step, to get into action and try things. Because we can't just solve problems in thought, we need to actually take action. And to help you get into action, to help you feel confident and provide clarity so you know what to do next, I am hosting two free, completely free, live Ask Me Anything sessions on May 21st and May 22nd. They are divided by pre-launch. If you haven't launched yet, I'll take questions about that. And then post-launch, if you have a business and you're ready to grow it, or maybe you have questions about whether you checked all the boxes correctly, I'll focus on those questions. And to register totally free, you go to foodbizsuccess.com forward slash AMA 2024. Get yourself registered. You can come to one or both of them. And it's a way for you to get to know me and my expertise after working with hundreds of packaged food brands and helping them launch and scale to 100K and beyond, this is a great way for you to come and ask that burning question so you get an answer and can move forward and get more success more quickly. When we get into motion and action, we see success and we get momentum. So come join me, get yourself registered, The link is also below in the description. See you there. Welcome to Your Food Business Success. This podcast is for early stage entrepreneurs in the packaged food industry ready to finally turn that delicious idea into reality. I'm your host, Sari Kimball. I have guided hundreds of food brand founders to success as an industry expert and business coach. And it's gotta be fun. In this podcast, I share with you mindset tools to become a true entrepreneur and run your business like a boss. Interviews with industry experts to help you understand the business you are actually in and food founder journeys so you can learn what worked and didn't work and not feel so alone in your own journey. Now let's jump in. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Super excited to bring on a repeat guest, Dr. Lee Coles. Welcome, Lee. Hi, Sari. Good to be back here. It's so fun to have you back. So let me give you a quick, give uh, listeners a quick uh, who you are. So uh, Lee Coles is a potentialist. I love that word. (laughs) She blends uh, principles of science, strategy, and coaching to help people identify and maximize their strengths and achieve their goals. Lee is a is an industrial organizational psychologist, career strategist, life coach, and Gallup certified Clifton Strengths coach. Her podcast career sequel was recently named one of the top career podcasts of 2023, which is so fun. And Lee is a firm believer that we each harbor a trove of unique talents waiting to be unlocked. I love your new bio. Let's (laughs) unlock this. Let's do it. So you were on, I'll have to uh, reference the number, I'll have to look it up, but we'll find the episode you were on. And and we were talking more about LinkedIn and some other things around um, your business. 
But today I wanted to have you on so we could talk more about Clifton Strengths and all about that. So tell us more about what this whole assessment is. Is it a personality quiz? <laughs> like, what do we do with it? Just give us the lowdown on this. Okay. No, it's not a personality quiz. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it is based off of the Clifton Strengths assessment. And uh, just to give you a little bit of background on that, it was, um, I, you know, as a psychologist, I really like things that are grounded in research. So I think so many personality quizzes, they can be fun, but they, um, it should just be that, you know, used as entertainment. But the Clifton Strengths is an assessment tool that's grounded in over 50 years of research from um, so from the psychologist, well, it started off the psychologist Donald Clifton, and he was really interested in seeing what, you know, what made people, what made things do well, like what, what promoted excellence. So, so much research focuses on things that go wrong. Mm-hmm. And Donald Clifton said, like, what would happen if we studied what happens when things go right? And he came up with um, what is now the Clifton Strengths Assessment. I mean, this is after years and years, decades and decades of, of research. There's now the Clifton Strengths Assessment. And what it does is it breaks down, there are 34 different um, pathways to excellence, like basically ways that our brain naturally, um, our go to for our brain in terms of trying to get something done, trying to achieve a goal. What is our, what is our technique? What's our strategy for achieving excellence? And I so, love that because so many, like you said, so many things focus on our weaknesses and improving our weaknesses. Right. And, and this is different than that. <laughs> it is. It is. So Gallup, which is the organization that that um, owns Clifton Strength, they define strengths as those activities that can be carried out with consistent, near-perfect performance. So they're derived from your innate innate abilities, your talents. So what you do well naturally without even thinking about it. So like you said, you know, so many, so often we're so concerned about our weaknesses and we are really aware of our own weaknesses. You know, if you, if you ask anybody, you know, what are you not good at? Oh my gosh. You know, we could all list out (laughs) huge lists, but when you ask someone, what are you good at? There's a little bit of a pause there. You know, sometimes it's really hard to articulate what we're good at. And part of it is just that really the things that we're really good at, they come naturally to us and we may not even give ourselves credit for being good at certain things. It's easy to just be like, well, what, what are you talking about? That's just easy for me. We (laughs) we forget that it's not easy for everyone else. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I love that. So, um, I love it's grounded in research um, that Gallup, you know, uses this. And obviously there's a lot of um, research and years and years of looking at this. And um, we'll get into uh, fuel members because we actually did this inside fuel for November. Um, but I I think it's so interesting. I think you were saying something like um, the way that the orders go. What was that that you told us about? 
that um, the it's so uh, unlikely you'll be the exact same as anybody else. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, it measures 34 different talent themes, like I've said, and it's very personalized. So there is a one in 33 million chance that you and someone else will have the same top five strengths in the same order, which is just crazy. So this is, so as of now, um, nearly 29 million people from all across the globe have taken the Clifton Strengths Assessment. And more than 90% of Fortune 500 companies use Clifton Strengths to, um, to develop their company culture. And then just to throw out some stats, because I, I love this stuff, research reveals that people who focus on their strengths are three times more likely to report having an excellent quality of life. They are more likely to achieve their goals. They experience less stress, act with more direction. They're more confident. They perform better. So the research is clear. There is this magic that happens when you not only know about your strengths, that's the first step, but then when you own them and you actively use your strengths. I love that. It's so easy as entrepreneurs to just, you know, we're so, we're, we have to be self-motivated, self-driven because it's just us oftentimes. And people listening to this podcast are usually uh, solopreneurs or maybe have a partner, but you, it's so easy to focus on everything you're doing wrong, <laughs> how you're mm-hmm. messing it up and you're not good enough here. And you look on social media or you look at other brands and you're like, I'm not that and I'm behind and all the things. But, you know, we know as certified life coaches as well that um, we can focus on the gap, right? Where we're doing better and how we're making progress and improvement versus you know, and, and you're going to be more motivated. You're going to be more excited, have a better quality of life because hopefully nobody's getting into business and being an entrepreneur to feel terrible all the time. Right? (laughs) Probably not what we're going for. So I love this. Well, we thought it would be fun to talk about my strengths first. Um, and, and this will be a good example of like how Lee does strengths coaching, which if you're curious, we'll talk about, how you can work with her at the end, but let's talk about my strengths. Cause people will actually often ask me like, they, we need more podcasts about you personally. So <laughs> here you oh go. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Buckle up audience. Cause you're going to learn all about Sari today, but I think, and I'm, I'm excited for you all to listen to this too, because you know, Sari, you know, from her podcast and, and so you're going to see some of this too, see some of these strengths played out. And yes, so the first step is just really, you know, you you take the strengths assessment and then um, you receive your top five strengths. And sometimes people get worried. They say, well, what about like, what about my strength number 34? Or, yeah, there are 34 strengths possible or, <laughs> you know, that we that are ranked. You need to focus on my lowest strength. I know but that, <laughs> that is exactly it's like it's like we my weaknesses. No, no. Like right now. Let's look at like, what are the major tools that you have in your toolbox? What is your go-to in terms of how you um, go after, you know, tackle your problems? Like, what do you do to achieve your goals? Like, what is, what's your special sauce? So um, we had so much fun talking about this in the fuel group. And we'll talk more about that later because the, we did, Sari, you gifted the fuel group 
with a strengths assessment too. And so I talked to them as a group about, you know, the strengths that came up for the group too. But everybody was super curious about the Sari strengths. So let's kick it off with your first strength. The first strength is um, activator. So people exceptionally talented in the activator theme can make things happen by turning thoughts into action. They want to do things now rather than simply talk about them. Does that sound like you? Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's definitely one of those that um, I'm like, come on, doesn't this happen for everybody? And don't we just like, let's go. Let's get into action. We don't need to think about it too much. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Someone with, you know, with that activator strengths loves um, taking the initiative and instigating action. So, you know, as, which is so great to have as a coach too, because, you know, so many people, they, they may come to you, Sari, I'm guessing they have, they've been thinking about this idea, you know, they created it in their kitchen and they just keep thinking about it and thinking about it. And you're the one who says, let's get this on shelves. Let's get this into other people's homes. Like, what do we need to do? Let's do this. So that activator strengths, um, you, you're a, basically bring a catalytic sense of urgency to ideas. Like, let's make it happen. Um, you create momentum. And um, someone, if you think about it metaphorically, it's like you're the one who gets out of the starting blocks the quickest. You know, everyone's lining up at the beginning of a race. Not, not that food business is a race. It's not. Okay. <laughs> it's not. No. But you're the one who's like, let's, let's, let's go. Let's go. It's, it's something that I, it's funny, you know, now that I know that about myself, but I've always been like, okay, anytime we have a coaching call in fuel, or I do one-on-one coaching, that's what I want people to walk away with is like, what's my next action step? Because it's so easy to get into analysis paralysis and worry about all the options. And I just need to wait until it's perfect. And, and we're iterating in thought And it's like, there is a place for research. There's a place for getting the information, but until we get into action, until we start making moves, we're not really going to learn. Like that's where you learn, right? That's where all the the juicy stuff is of like, oh, well, here's, let me pivot here and let me go here. And Mm -hmm. so, yes, that is definitely one of my strengths to help um, people I work with to like, what's the next thing you can do? And let's just keep taking action. Exactly. Exactly. Someone with that activator strength is going to say, okay, we're finished talking about this. Less discussion, (laughs) more action. And you know that you can learn by taking action. If you take action and it doesn't go well, then to an activator, you know, someone with that activator strength would say, okay, I just learned something else. And now when I take my next action, I'm going to be even more informed. Um, Someone with that activator strength, it it kills you to waste time. Does that (laughs) that sound like you? I'm like, that is my biggest, like, "Ah!" Like, I see so much potential in all these people, amazing people I work with and people who come and inquire. And I just see so much potential. And I'm like, it's just so, it breaks my heart sometimes. Yeah. Well, so as a client or as someone who has the perfect recipe, um, just waiting, you you want an activator in your corner. Someone yeah. who's going to say, I hear you. I hear your concerns. And let's, let's go. 
let's take go. one little action. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. right. What's my next I, one? Okay. So the second one is responsibility. So people exceptionally talented in the responsibility theme take psychological ownership of what they say they will do. They're committed to stable values such as honesty and loyalty. Mm-hmm. How does yeah, that feel? It's probably my biggest pet peeve when people do not follow through. <laughs> Like mm-hmm. personally, like in my personal life, when somebody says, I'll be there at this time and then there's no communication. And you oh, know, yeah. those are my, my biggest. <laughs> oh yeah. I was in this chair ready to start this podcast on time. Cause I know you. <laughs> and I'm also, I use a lot of life coach tools to let things roll off my back. It used to bother me a lot more, but yes, I, I do. When I start working with a new client, when I work with members, it's like, I do. I have so much responsibility of like, I'm here to help you and I want to serve you and um, high integrity. Yeah. hundred percent. Right. Right. So someone with that responsibility strength, um, they are someone who others often trust to get things done. Okay. Uh, these people, you know, people with the responsibility strength, they keep their promises. They follow through on their commitments. Um, they're known for their dependable and they're loyal. Yes. And I'm a Leo the, as well. So loyalty. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. Um, Very, uh, not that that's rooted in science. But. I was going to say grounded in research, the Leo. <laughs> and, and I'm sure so many people in the audience are like, oh, she's a Leo. Okay. <laughs> now I get it. <laughs> yeah. And also something something that you said too, you know, you said, oh, it's something I can't stand when people aren't this way. It's really, this is another thing that's really good to know about our strengths because when things come naturally to us, uh, we feel like everybody, it comes na- it should come naturally to everybody. And when people kind of act against these strengths, it is really annoying and we don't understand it. We're like, right. hello, why, why aren't you normal? You know, or why don't you just do this? But and that's one one thing you know that I think is really important when you learn about your strengths is knowing oh this is unique to me and yeah you know, there may be other people out there with the responsibility strength but like this is this is like part of like this is stamped into yeah me hundred percent so right. your third strength oh and by the way I just want to say the top five strengths the Gallup does not. They don't tell you, you know, what is the difference between number one and number five, you know, and I find, I find that the top five, I like to kind of take them all together. Like they're out of 34, these were the, the five that rose to the top. So I don't believe that, oh my gosh, you know, this third strength is not as important as your first two. Yeah. Okay, just, just keep in okay. mind. Okay. Your third strength is relater. So people exceptionally talented in the relater theme enjoy close relationships with others. They find deep satisfaction in working hard with friends to achieve a goal. Love that collaboration for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's also, it's not just collaboration, it's close relationships too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are you're someone who values um being genuine and authentic like for you just having a friendship that's kind of surfacey that that would not feel good to you 
Yeah, there are people, you know, many people just love having a bunch of like lots of friendships that are just surfacey, but like fun or light. And for you, it's going to feel better if they're deeper. Okay. So you really get to know, you really like to know more about the people who are closest to you. Uh, you bring with you social depth and transparency. And I think yet yeah, one one thing I love about you, Sari, because you know, you're my you've coached me before and but you're also my friend, is just you are there's just the transparency, the honesty that you bring. Like you will tell, you will say the hard things. You're not afraid of that at all, which I love. I love that you just say it as it is. And I think as a client of yours, you're not going to be worried about hurting someone's feelings. You're going to say, hey, look, like this is what you need to do to accomplish this. What what do you think? Am I am I right? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely been uh, <laughs> over the years trying to learn how to be like, you know, filter it with uh, kindness, right? And not just be. <laughs> so as a coach, it's like, how do I say this kindly? I'm not trying uh-huh. to hurt people's feelings. And I think people do really appreciate that I'm willing to say the hard things. And just, yeah, <laughs> like it's better that we have this conversation so that then we can move on and and you can make decisions and at least you know, right? Right. Right. If you're working with someone, you're going to, you're going to be frank with them, be straight with them. And you're not going to let someone go off and meandering in the direction that, you know, is not going to work for them. Right. Right. And ultimately, you know, my clients, they get to choose for themselves, but at least they, I mean, they're not hiring me to be a yes person. (laughs) No, exactly. Exactly. And, and, and I think that's something they get from your podcast too, because so you show your personality in your podcast as well. So it's love it. She's the real deal. Okay. Your fourth strength is learner. People exceptionally talented in the learner theme have a great desire to learn and want to continuously improve. The process of learning rather than the outcome excites them. What are your thoughts about that? Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm annoyingly <laughs> to some people. I and actually it's something as I in the last even year or so, I've purposely started to shut some things off and just be like, let me learn from my own brain. But I'm always like an over consumer, right? Podcasts and books and people are like, how do you read so much? Because I listen to a lot of books and I consume a lot of information. And um, yes, I do love learning just for learning's sake. And um, I I do think all of those things make me (laughs) a better person. But um, I remember I dated a guy once who uh, I was like, let's listen to a podcast in the car. And he was just like, no, that sounds terrible. I want to listen to music. I don't want to. And I, was, I don't think we're going to be a good fit. Yeah. Cross <laughs> off the list. <laughs> like I, yes, a growth mindset, always learning, wanting to talk about it with others. Yes. Mm-hmm. 100%. Which, you know, when I think about being a great coach, like I can at least do a lot of the learning. And then what I try to do is filter that information into how I think it can really help specific clients or my, you know, the audience here on the podcast as a whole, like, you know, I'll read a book and then try to take the top pieces from it and, and give it to the listeners kind of thing. So hopefully you can, you get some of the benefits of (laughs) 
<laughs> by learning in a shorter. <laughs> yeah. As a podcast listener, you want your podcast ho- host and creator to be a learner, right? To yes. just be taking in all sorts of information that's curated for your interests. So, um, and also, yeah, just expose you to new information, new experiences. And one thing, you know, one thing that a learner all also knows is that they don't know everything, you know, mm-hmm. that you all, you know, that there's always something else out there to learn, which yes. is, which is fun when you're a podcast host. Cause you're like, I don't know about this area. <laughs> Let me dive after that. And then, and then you bring it back to your listeners. Yeah. I think that's a really good trait just in general for, especially for entrepreneurs is to be like, I'm at least, maybe you don't want to consume all the books and podcasts that I do, but hopefully you want to learn how to run a business. You want to learn, um, you know, I think the people who have the least amount of success are the ones that come in thinking they know everything (laughs) right away. Right. (laughs) And uh, how can you kind of set aside your ego a little bit and be like, I'm here to learn. I'm here to grow. This isn't about me knowing everything. It's about the learning that happens along the way. Yeah. That's funny that you said that because one characteristics of someone with a learner strength is they cannot stand know-it-alls. Because mm, yeah. <laughs> they know for sure that that know-it-all does not know all of these things, all these other things. Yeah, that's probably one of my biggest pet peeves. And I usually know pretty quickly if it's not a good fit, for, especially as a one-on-one client, when mm-hmm. someone on a call is like, I'll say something and they'll say, oh, yeah, I know that. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why am I on this call? <laughs> I know it all. <laughs> And I do recognize that I think sometimes there's just a habit of it's not even like they're not even thinking about like that. It's like they know, but it's just like, oh, yeah, I know. I know. I know. Like it's just a a feedback, like a, just something that they're just saying to say. Um, but yeah, it's definitely something that like gets under my skin. Yeah. Well, also some people, I think they feel like they should project to the world or, you know, or to their coach, maybe that like they know you know, they, they, that they know a lot. Yeah. It's, but someone with a learner strengths knows that it's okay. It's actually like a beautiful thing to not know everything and to get the opportunity to go out and find that information. Like that's actually yeah. a good that you don't know anything. Cause then you wouldn't be able to have all this fun learning. I love it. So yeah. good. Okay. And okay. So number five, number five is <laughs> Focus. People exceptionally talented in the focus theme can take a direction, follow through, and make the corrections necessary to stay on track. They prioritize, then act. Yep. What does this sound to you? <laughs> yeah. You're laughing at yourself. Oh, what? my gosh. No, it's so good. I mean, I've always been a pretty like focused person, but even in the last couple of years, I've gotten even, even better at it where... Um, you know, people often tell me like, oh my gosh, how do you do all of this stuff? You know, the podcast and the YouTube channel and the social media and then the membership and then the one-on-one coaching and then, oh, and we did so-and-so's website. And and it's so a lot of it is, is focus and like I said, prioritizing. And I'm really good at helping people prioritize. And I think that's mm-hmm. one of the gifts that people get when they come into Fuel or they work with me one-on-one is 
they come in with a whole big list of like all the things and helping them constrain, create focus and prioritize and say, all those things are valid. And here's the next three things. And there's Mm -hmm. so much relief. (laughs) Like, okay, now I know what I need to work on. But yeah, and I can do that for myself, which I think now that I've worked with hundreds of of entrepreneurs, I realize that that is not just a natural thing for everybody. No, it's not. And this is like you you definitely want to work with a coach who has this this focus strength will be your gift, you know? Someone with that focus strength is intensely and intentionally single-minded. They persevere until the goal is reached. And they bring clarity through concentration and direction. Because I know that when, you know, if you're if you are an entrepreneur, you're trying to bring your food idea like into the marketplace, and there your brain is going and running in so many directions. You know, there's so many different things that you know you have to do. So to work with someone who says, okay, let's pick this, let's let's make this part happen and just systematically one step at a time focus on the things that need to be done. It is a huge benefit to just have someone like that in your corner as your ally. Um they someone with that focus strength they they have a goal to establish priorities and they begin with the end in mind. Mm-hmm. So so often too <laughs> as you are as you're trying to you know you have like this amazing this amazing salsa that you want on the shelves. And it's, it's maybe hard to imagine like walking into a store and, and looking and seeing your salsa on the shelves or like being able to have a business, but Sari, you know what it looks like, you know, what the end result looks like, and you know, the steps that people need to take from idea to actually having the product out there available to the world. Yeah. Yeah, that is definitely one of, you know, I did the 10X Gold Workshop recently. Um, I do it in my reinvention coaching, which all came from doing it in food business coaching because helping people see like, what is the end? Like, what are we even trying to achieve here? Instead of what happens, I think a lot of times with a a lot of uh, people is that they're, they kind of have a vague notion of where they want to go. And so but it's not very clear. It's, you haven't put it into the the GPS, right? And so then we're just like going off in a lot of different directions and we're tripping over things. And well, what about if it's this? And how about I try that? And what about it? Like, and there's no focus. There's no <laughs> getting to the end and clearly having a defined end goal, right? Yeah. Like, um, so that we can then work it backwards and make decisions and say, Oh, this actually makes sense if that's my goal for me to do. Mm-hmm. And this doesn't, right? And getting yeah. some things off of our plate. So helps me, helping with focus. But I have, you know, especially in my reinvention coaching, like really helping people to see what's possible, the end in mind, and then work backwards. Right. So one other thing I wanted to bring up was, you know, you have these top five strengths, right? Mm -hmm. But then it's also really interesting to see, you know, how do these top five strengths interact with each other? Like, for instance, that learner strength, um, you know, sometimes people with a learner strength, so one of the problems that they can have is that they just keep learning and oh, learning. Oh, sure, the shadow side. <laughs> there's a sh- yeah that yes. There's if sometimes you can have too much of a good thing, 
Um, so if you're just learning and learning and learning, and then you don't get around to doing anything, but the fact that you have that learner strength and the activator strength. So I just, I want to read to you just a, a little descriptor of someone, you know, who has that combination, that learner and the activator. And, and let me know if this sounds like you. Okay. In, in activities, I always get a quick start on the process. In terms of the content, I'm a quick study. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then just if we take that activator, since that was your number one, I just want to, I just want to read like the, you know, what is it? What is that activator and focus strength that we just talked about? What does that look like? When I pair my instigation with my concentration, I create a momentum that is always aimed at my goal. Does that feel like you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that focus and saying no to things. Super right. Hard. <laughs> and then activator and responsibility. I often make a commitment before anyone asks for it. And I strive to honor my commitments as quickly as possible. Yeah. I think, I think the doubt, you know, the, the shadow side, if you will, of the responsibility and the activator is like, you're always saying yes to things. And so that's mm. been a lot of my work is because it's easy to be like, well, if nobody else is going to do it. I'll just do it. Right. Right. That is so true. <laughs> and uh, I'm at a place probably in my life where I'm starting to pare things down. Yeah. Getting smarter and smarter. Use my focus to say, where do I want to go? Does this make sense? Yeah, right? that's Using true. All those things together. I love it. So hopefully that that's kind of fun for people to see. And you can see, you know, if I was working with Lee as my strengths coach, then we would be talking about ways to amplify the good parts and maybe see where there's places that yeah. like how does it, over how responsibility does it, could not be. Siri, how does it feel to hear your strengths described this way? Oh, it's great. I think anytime we can see like, oh yeah, that's what makes me uniquely me. And I do have a lot to offer. And I, I think I I feel very fortunate and blessed that I have found myself, you know, I've created um, a job, (laughs) a business that I get to be in my strengths a lot, Mm -hmm. which is pretty awesome. Does it feel like I'm reading like your mind at all or (laughs) your tarot cards? A little bit. Um, so let's turn, let's talk a little bit about, um, a couple of the strengths that came up in the fuel VIP call, because for November we had so much going on and I was like, I don't want to bring in one more thing for your people to do inside fuel as far as like, uh, let's go do this influencer strategy or let's go do this social media thing. I was like, I'm going to invite you in to talk about strengths. And we gave everybody um, who wanted to do it, the the Clifton Strengths Test. So we got their top five and then you aggregated all of their information. So I'd love to hear, I know there was a couple of top runners, um, which is interesting to all be, you know, like you said, there's, it's hard to get the same 33, one in 33 million or something, right? To get the same order. But it was interesting that we had a lot of like, top, top ones that were similar. Yeah. We, I, I had so much fun with the fuel group. It's such a great group of people and had a great time talking to them. One, you know, I, like you said, I gathered their top five strengths Yeah, and there were two strengths that seemed to pop up 
more than others. And so I'm also thinking if fuel, if the fuel group is representative of your podcast audience, everybody out there listening, like, let me know if this sounds like you. Okay. Cause I'm going to tell you, you know, the top strength of the fuel group was futuristic and people who are exceptionally talented in the futuristic theme, they're inspired by the future and what could be. And they energize others with their visions of the future. So um, someone with that futuristic strength, they're fascinated by tomorrow and they anticipate and imagine what could be or what should be. Um, they like to just, they're thinking about predictions and forecasting the future. And they love they what they really need are opportunities to talk about the future. That's something that um, someone with that futuristic strength, they really, they need to voice their, their thoughts about the future. Um, they love the inspiration that comes from dreaming and they are not content with the status quo. They have mm. plans. And it just, it seemed to, when that came up, it seemed to make sense because every single person in the fuel group has a product or an idea that they want to put out into the world. And that's what they are doing. And they are focusing on that. And it was really fun to just hear about each, you know, you know, the discussion that we had people talking about, you know, their ideas and what they wanted and what their vision for that was. Yeah. I mean, most people are wanting to change the world in some way, affect it, you know, create better mm -hmm. eating habits, create better products, um, help people with allergies or, different issues. So yeah, a hundred percent. I love that. And I think it's unique to probably, I mean, it would make sense that that's a top one for an entrepreneurial group. So. Right. Right. And it, it was, I've, I've done many strengths workshops and futuristic has never been this high, you know, yeah. just as a, you know, as a collective group. So that, that so was well. fun to see yeah. the second most popular strength of the people in the fuel group was achiever. So people exceptionally talented in the achiever theme work hard and possess a great deal of stamina. They take immense satisfaction in being busy and productive. So someone with the achiever strength, they're a hard worker, they set the pace for production and they, they bring an intensity and a stamina of effort. Um, they like to have the freedom to work at their own pace, which sounds, you know, very entrepreneurial mm -hmm. <laughs> and they love completing a task. So basically, you know, someone with that achiever strength, they wake up in the morning and they think I need to achieve something today. And we did talk about in that group, you know, I, I mentioned too much of a good thing. And with this achiever strength, I, I have this as well, you know, you you really feel like you have to achieve something. And if you don't cross something off the list, you know, on during your day, you feel like crap. You know, you feel right. you get down you on yourself. Like you're a failure. Like yeah, you, you are or just a good job. you know, yeah, yeah. So um we talked about, you know, the we achievers, we talked about just also just being able to um to congratulate yourself when you when you take a step in the right direction too. Yep. And yeah. I think someone, you know, in terms of your, your coaching clients, there's so many steps that they're going to have to take and, and the, every step needs to be celebrated. Right. Journey is long and 
that's why we do celebrate wins and fuel and master your yeah. business and um, really I, I, achiever wasn't in my top five, but I am sure it's in a, it's very high up there. Um, you know, I am a recovery <laughs> achiever in that <laughs> I love to get things done and cross them off my list, but then bringing in some of the coaching and the life coaching tools of like, that's not my self-worth and mm-hmm. how can I, like, it's not about achieving the big thing because that thing, you know, whatever that big goal is, is going to take a long time if it's a worthy mm-hmm. goal. And so how do I celebrate along, you know, in small ways, measure the gain uh, along the way. And, and also kind of those, those, you know, always chasing after those gold stars as part of your self-worth is really dangerous. And so, and I know from <laughs> experience, mm-hmm. so it leads to a lot of suffering for my high achievers, uh, which I, I tend to probably just attract because I also am a high achiever. So mm-hmm. I think that just, I, I tend to attract a lot of those folks that I work yeah. with. So. Well, that activator part of yourself, like, you know, to achieve that goal, you, it needs to be broken down into little Small actions. Yeah. The small actions. Work, right? Pardon? Like we've got to let go of the perfectionism in there too. And I think that's where high achievers get can get lost is like it's got to be perfect. It's like, no, B minus work. (laughs) Right, right. So an achiever, you know, if someone has that achiever in their top five and they're working with you, just the fact that you break things down into manageable pieces that will help them feel really good. You know, just to know, you know, to know that like I made, I did this one step, like I activated this one step and then you, the next and the next. Yeah. I love it. It was so good. It was so fun to do that. And it was fun to see everybody's strengths. And maybe mm-hmm. that's something we'll bring into master your business as we launch that. That'd be fun to get everybody's strengths ahead of time. So maybe we'll yeah. um, get, we'll get some of your, your uh, access to those those tests. So that was really fun. Um, all right. Well, I want to wrap it up. This was so fun. Um, tell people where they can find you and how, if they're curious, if they want to do more with you and they see the value because so much there's so much value, like you said, focusing on your strengths. So mm-hmm. how do people work with you. Right. I Like I said, I think it's one thing to be, to know what your strengths are, but then to really to really own those strengths and then to use them intentionally. It just, it brings you so much further and to know that you don't have to, you know, you don't have to be good at everything, but like these top, these top five strengths are your pathways to excellence. So people can find me, um, they can find me on LinkedIn. Um, My name is, it's Lee, L-E-E, and the last name is K-O-L-E-S. Also, they can find me uh, at my website, Career Sequel. They can, um, I also have a podcast career, which is called Career Sequel. And anyone can reach out to me, just send me an email or or message me on LinkedIn at it's Lee Coles, L-E-E-K-O-L-E-S at careersequel.com. Amazing. And she has a special Sari, special Sari uh, rate. If you are interested in um, doing the Clifton Strengths with her and having a couple of uh, three-hour Zoom calls. So um, you can reach out to her via email about that. 
And uh, I just want to thank you so much. Well, first being my friend, but also being such a champion of fuel and fuel members. I, how did you enjoy your fuel box this year? Oh my gosh. I got a fuel box. Yes. And it was so fun to open up because it, there were surprise goodies inside yes. and it has up leveled my eating, snacking, cooking. So thank <laughs> you for everybody who is in there. And then also just, just a shout out to your audience. I'm I I'm a super fan of all that you are doing right now. Just the creativity combined with the you know that cooking ability that you have, and and just and going the extra mile to get that on the shelves so that people like so that I can enjoy it. I I want yes. to sample all of your food. So um, <laughs> I'm excited for all of you. Amazing. All right, Lee, thanks so much for joining us today and talking about strengths. Thanks for having me, Sari. I hope you enjoyed that episode. You got to know a little bit more about me. And it's been so fun to hear Fuel members talking about their strengths and really leaning into that and using that as a guide of how they can take better action going forward. I hope you go and take the test or go work with Lee, or of course you can watch the replay inside Fuel VIP so you can really dig in more to the strengths that we talked about on that call. Until next time, have an amazing week. The smartest thing you can do as an entrepreneur is to invest in a who to help you with the how, to speed up your journey and help you skip the line. When you are ready for more support and accountability to finally get this thing done, you can work with me in two ways. Get me all to yourself with one-on-one -on -one business coaching or join Food Business Success, which includes membership inside Fuel, our community of food business founders that includes monthly live group coaching calls and so much more. It's one of my favorite places to hang out and I would love to see you there. Go to foodbizsuccess.com to start your journey towards your own food business success.